the struggle to get both of us in an agreement mm. with money, and it just turns into confusion, and then it gets washed away, and it doesn't get solved. Mm. The indecision over money can be financially deadly, and uh, at best, in a marriage, can create tension and problems and confusion and hurt and all of that. Uh, we're talking about marriage and money, picking up from earlier in the week. We'd love to have you be a part of it with our comment line at 888 We'll get to some calls. We've got some folks who've less, left some stories with us. We'll get to those as well. I'm Dr. Randy, along with Jennifer and uh, Gino there in the Facebook uh, studio. Thank you for getting us on Facebook Live here today. And Stephen, our senior producer who has been taking our calls. You can leave your comment on our storyline at 888 Let's go to Mike in Michigan. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Appreciate your call. Um, what's your story about about money? Good. Uh, uh, I've been blessed more than I deserve. Um, you know, God is always good. Um, speaking of budgeting um, and in a marriage, uh, you know, me and my wife met six years ago. I am, you know, her third husband. Um, she's been. Uh, through a lot. We've, we've both been through a lot, but God has graced us with, uh, you know, with financial security. Um, but budgeting is just, you know, I was listening to your, uh, radio, um, broadcast just earlier, um, a few minutes ago and living within your means. Don't, you know, you get a raise at work. Don't, go and buy the new car. Don't go and buy, you know, the newest TV. Don't go, you know, live within your means budget. Um, you know, we have a, we have a set budget that we have for the household and, uh, and God has blessed us to pay our tithes, um, that we're supposed to. Um, and we, we put that in our budget to make sure that, you know, you guys stay on the radio. I, I did the, the family life radio. Um, uh, the, the share week. Yeah. Uh, the share week. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid my tithings to you guys. Um, and God has blessed me in the last week with two new jobs. Wow. Um, and, um, you know, just, just everybody just needs to just trust in the Lord. Trust that, he will provide, and the biggest—I guess—the biggest word that that we all struggle with is control. We yeah. don't—we don't have any control, and um, we just need to relinquish the control to Him and let Him figure everything out. Because we're never going to figure everything out in this lifetime. Mm, boy, that's so true. Well, let me say, Mike, thank you for your support uh, for for the radio. I know that's a that's a big help and. So many others around the, the country uh, who have supported their local Christian radio station, wherever you're listening to us today, uh, for listener-supported stations, thank you for, for the support uh, in this day and age. Listen, now more than ever, the messages coming out of this station, out of through these speakers, through online streaming, and through the events and everything going on, uh, boy, we need it now more than ever. And it's folks like you, Mike, who are faithful to make it possible. And you know what? It's because of people who are being intentional with their money overall, I have found when, when people are intentional, 
they become more generous in the needs of, of the world and the things going on because the part of their plan, they're not allowing money just to leak out, but to take control in terms of the direction that they want the money to go. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Appreciate your call. Good reminder. Uh, I'd love to have you join in as well. you got a comment for our storyline, 888-888-1717. Let me go to Josh in, uh, let me see, in Arizona. Hi there. Hi, can you hear me? I Hi, can. Hear yeah, I can hear you great. Perfect. Go right ahead. It's great to see your voice. You know, first wanted to say, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. Very helpful. So I thank God for that. You know, I just wanted to give like a a short, you know, summary of, you know, my testimony that, you know, I was, I put myself in places where I was around people who were making a lot of money and they were prioritizing money and I could see they weren't happy. And I kept neglecting, you know, God's will for me in my life. I kept wanting to, you know, follow and pursue the world, you know, and recently I came to Jesus fully and fully said, I want to give all to him. And, you know, he spoke through me. He spoke to me through prayer and through sermons. So, you know, I'm just very happy that he gave me the strength to not serve money. And I just urge people who have that unhealthy relationship to serve money. It's, it's not good to have. It doesn't bring you happiness. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that, you know, like I see those people who have all the money in the world, yet they have no happiness. Their relationships are not the, the relationships are not happy. They're not living intentionally for Christ. They're living for themselves, you know? So I just want to urge people to surrender themselves to yeah. them and find true happiness and full fulfillment when you have Jesus in your life. Amen to that. How do you manage your money? So, you know, now I've been very diligent because I am in school at the time right now. So I'm very, you know, diligent with my money. want to be very cautious with it. Give to his kingdom whenever I feel a calling to give to something. You know, I, you know, I'm called to love others. We're all called to love others as we love ourselves, you know? So yeah give freely to him and he strengthens me to do, you know, I'm a steward of his money, but the money I have is not mine. It's the gift right. of him. So. Boy, that is so contrary to the culture in which we live. You know, it's about us controlling things. And frankly, we don't like, uh, like Mike said, we don't control much. And uh, the fact that we can see that money is a gift that God allows to flow through our hands. And it seems to be those who are better stewards seem to have more to flow through their hands. It's something there's, there's some, something that happens there. Uh, that's a positive thing. Now, you said you're studying. What, what are you studying to school to do? So right now I'm pre-med. You know, I want to do become a doctor, but I, I trust in God to speak to me because, you know, I want to make sure that my decision is intentional in the sense, you know, if I have kids along the line, I can't, I don't see myself being in, at the hospital working 20 hours a week, or I, I can't, I have to care for my wife. I have to care for my kids, you know, the way you shed light and the people that speak on your radio station. And just, you know, I want to live intentionally with, my decision. But right now my decision is to go into medical school and become a doctor and whatever may come, you know, I'm, I'm patiently waiting for God to guide me in the right amen. direction. Well, I will tell you this, we need, uh, we need Christian doctor. We need doctors who are Christians, not Christian, you're not Christian doctor, you're a doctor who's a Christian, right? Uh, people who love the Lord and can use that gift. And there's a lot of ways in medicine today, uh, that, uh, you can do that, uh, and still spend a lot of time with your family. Flexibility. You know, life comes down to really asking God to give direction, setting goals, and then doing one thing every day to move toward that goal. I think many of us seem to move in the wrong direction every day. We do one thing at the end of the day that got us just a little bit further away from where we want to be. Isn't that a strange thing about us as human beings? You wake up some point and say, how in the world did I get here? How did I get from here to here? Well, it was one step at a time. Uh, we don't just like... Uh, Spock-like from Star Trek get beamed from point A to point C, you know. Uh, we go from A to B to C to D. And this is true about money as well. If you, if you look and say, hey, we're at a place where 
we have resources and we're generous. That didn't happen overnight, usually, unless a big bundle got dropped in your lap. Um, but you got there in terms of being intentional, faithful. And it's how you start that really makes a difference in doing the next right one thing along the way. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's take a break. And we'll be back. We're talking money. Got some more. Want to share their stories? Love to have you share yours on our story line at 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Have you ever been so wrapped up in the big picture that you completely miss out on a crucial detail? Trust me, it happens. Sometimes the key to success lies in those tiny nuances that we tend to overlook. In Dr. Randy's teaching, when small things aren't so small, you'll learn four ways you can actually achieve success by diving into those seemingly insignificant issues beneath the surface. When you support intentional living with a monthly gift, we'll email you Dr. Randy's teaching, featuring a new topic each month, as well as a bonus teaching on various topics that will help you live an intentional life for Christ. And when you give right now, we have something special for you from Dr. Randy's bookshelf. Max Lucado's Outlive Your Life. You were made to make a difference. Max makes the book of Acts come alive and applies it to the 21st century. To receive this month's teaching and the book by Max Lucado, call 888-888-1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. My question is, I've been blessed with a beautiful job. I had cancer, got back to work, making over 100000 a year. You wouldn't know it. I have so many people that are in need, always wanting borrowing and needing things. How can I get past that without feeling so unchristian? I want to say for me, because I'm getting very close to retirement, and I need more for me. And I'm tired of feeling guilty. Well, you know, the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, and if you're giving out of, I'm tired of this, uh, you don't get the blessing, and I don't think the people do either. Listen, the needs are enormous in the world, and we all should need to be. It's important to be helping people, but here's a fact. You're not going to help everybody. You're not going to help everybody. And so when you talk about um, feeling guilty, uh, you ought not. You know, the Bible, the, the um, not the Bible, but in, in, in pilots, they tell you uh, when the air mass drops out of the ceiling, you put it on yourself first. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of the person next to you. And so it's important to understand that if we're not in the process of making sure that we're preparing for our needs and, and so on, then somebody else is going to have to step in and take care of us. And so when you take care of yourself, it allows you the freedom to help others. And down the road... It doesn't require others to help you. Does that make sense? I kind of got there, didn't I, Jennifer? Talking about uh, money, we're talking about marriage, we're talking about life today and how it all works. Your comments are always welcome. Triple A, Triple A, seventeen, seventeen. Valerie, uh, what's your advice uh, from uh, for today? I'm a single parent, full time single mom, so saving and having 
money to live on is extremely important, but I also like being able to help where I can help. So I've jumped on the bandwagon of online mobile banking. I've only been on this bandwagon for a few months now, but because I get direct deposit, it's really easy just on the morning that I get paid to immediately go into the account, stash my 10% away for my tithing, Mm. and stash 10% away for savings. Good. And then as I go through my week, whatever cash tips I get, then that's what I'm able to use to give when I see somebody in need. And I, I kind of don't like just giving money to when I see panhandlers on the street, but I've had people come walking up to me that were hungry, and so I took them into a restaurant and bought them food, you know, being able to do things like that. That's um, good. Boy, you've got, you've got a great a great heart, but you also have a great head, Valerie. And uh, one of the th- because you're using your head to say, I've got a plan. When I get paid, I'm going to electronically save 10%. I'm going to prefer tithing. I'm going to save you know, for the future 10%, learn to live on that other 80%. And as I hear it, your tips and so on are used for special giving and so on. So you've got a plan, which is a head thing. But it allows you, what I hear you also have is an opportunity to express your heart. You take some of the, the tips and you have an opportunity to use that, but you're doing it with a plan. And I think that's so important. And it sounds like it's a plan that's been working for you for the last few months. Well, it only comes from listening to you. <laughs> well, listen, I th- thank you for, for sharing that, Valerie. But, you know, the idea of having a goal and following is a God thing. Uh, you know, that's very clear. So we're glad to be a mouthpiece. So so what are some of the goals you have for this year? Well, I have almost enough saved up to where I can take half of it and invest in mutual funds and get that started rolling. Good. Continue to save and get a better house for my daughter and I. Good for you. So that's my goal and... I'm thanking God for introducing me for the husband that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) He he hasn't showed up yet? No, he hasn't showed up yet. (laughs) Well, you're praying that he will, and when when he does, your heart will be prepared. That's terrific. Thank you, Valerie. I appreciate your kind words about, uh, about intentional living as well. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for what you've taught me. Well, you're you're welcome, and you remind us, Valerie, uh, of the importance that if you're thinking about marriage, man, listen, I talked to a lot of people who just haul into their marriage relationship debt, financial stress, problems, creates a huge issue in a marriage. And so getting to be at a point of some financial security and understanding and in, in your life is important. And by the way, if you're dating, you're thinking about getting married, don't ignore discussing money. Get that on the table. Understand how that all works because that's a, that's a huge deal. All right, let's go to Johnny in uh, Tennessee. Hi, Johnny. How are you today? Fine, buddy. How are you? Good. Good. What have you learned about money? What do you want to share? There's two different types of money system. And fortunately, my dad and my mom showed me they're 80 years old. They were drunks. When they were, when I was five or six years old, they come into the church, learn God's money system, and now 
I'm sitting in my home that is completely paid for on Valentine's. My wife uh, gave me half of a paid house, and I gave her half of a paid house mm. and a money system. Like I say, I have associate's degree. The world teaches you pay your bills, pay everything that you need to pay first. Then if you have any money, give it to God or God's people. God's money system is you put your tithing or your money for your church or to help other people first. Then you pay your monthly bills. And like the lady was speaking about, uh, some months your electric bill is higher than others. That's great. Put a little bit aside on the uh, spring and the fall when the bill's not as high. Set it back aside and put it with uh, the the Christmas, the hot summer months, air conditioning, or the low heating bill. But then if you do that, keep God's money, and you'll be tempted to spend God's money, but just keep it mandatory. God's comes first, then the necessary, then your groceries, and see that you don't have extra money come up that you can buy the things that you want. Now, how does anybody argue with Johnny? I would dare anybody to call in and say, that is a stupid idea. Uh, there's something about the power of just pure, honest, sensible, common sense, biblical sense, wisdom. Getting your priorities, living those priorities, setting it aside. Um, I, I mentioned earlier in the week about you, you go in the Old Testament, you see the picture of the seventh year, you know, where there was living, 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 and then setting aside all those first six years because, you know, in the seventh year, you, you might not have the grain to eat. Right. And this is the the same principle. Maybe you're saving a little bit now because coming down the road in six months or six years, there's going to be a need that you didn't anticipate and preparing for the future. It's biblical. It's sensible. It's common sense. And so, uh, Johnny, you're right on, my friend, from uh, beautiful Tennessee. You talk about electric bills. You know, this summer, this past summer has been so hot in parts of the country, and those of you that are fortunate to have air conditioning uh, in the heat, and those in Arizona, I mean, if we didn't have something to cool, we'd we'd be a little puddle on the on the floor. Uh, but it's expensive. Do you notice that with electric bills this this summer they were high, and so then, hey, if you didn't save for for that back in the spring, you know you're you're feeling overwhelmed now. Let's take a break, and we'll be back. By the way, we started the show with Linda talking about. She and her husband not on the same page. We're going to hear the rest of that call coming up in a minute. Intentional love. It's the key to opening up intimacy and closeness in your life and marriage. What's the process to build an intentional marriage? The reality is there should be a great big sign across our foreheads on the day we get married that says, Assembly Required. Join Dr. Randy Carlson for laughter and inspiration at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. It's good to get some updated advice and information to help us with our marriage. To grow closer in our relationship and just come away with some ideas and some techniques that we can use. Hi, this is Dr. Randy Carlson, and I want to invite you to the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, celebrating marriage and giving you the secrets to what intentional love can do to create intimacy, closeness, and unity in your marriage. Don't miss the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at New Beginnings Church in Albuquerque. Get your tickets today at theintentionallife.com. 
It says, catch us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. And if you know the Song of Solomon, in the midst of this beautiful love story between this man and a woman that's so graphic and so picturesque and so powerful, there's this little verse and says to them, but make sure you catch the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards. Our vineyards are in bloom and the foxes are coming to eat the grapes. And what that is really saying in the Song of Solomon is you can have a great relationship and you can have this great sexual attraction and you can have this great intimacy in your marriage, but Satan is gonna send the little foxes because Satan loves the details and he's gonna put it into your relationship and marriages are destroyed because of little things. Mm, that's so true. That's an excerpt from the teaching this month as we're wrapping up uh, this entire month. Can't believe it. We'll be into October real soon. Uh, kind of a last call to join us in support of the ministry for this month. Receive the teaching this month on how to outlive, I mean, the small things rather in life, and to receive the book by Max Lucado that I picked from my own bookshelf called How to Outlive Your Life. And it's for those of you joining us in monthly support to stand with us at Intentional Living. Now, let me say this. This weekend, we're going into, you know, we'll be moving into a new new month. And uh, I just want to say thanks to those of you who've been faithful in your support for the radio station, for your uh, the other ministries that you support, and, and your church, of course, and obviously you need to do that. But I want to say a special thanks to those of you who are going to step up today to help us close out this month. Because we've been running behind this month. And uh, I just say, you know you know what God has laid on your heart, what you're feeling God could lead you to do to help the ministry, and your generosity is going to make a big difference. I'd love to get you the copy of the book, Outlive Your Life by Max Lucado. And then, of course, for monthly support, we'll start sending you our monthly uh, masterclass teachings. Your gift will be received with great uh, thanksgiving by going to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com and uh, click on donate. And also about the upcoming uh, Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, you can get the information online as well. It's November the 4th, Albuquerque. We're filling up fast, limited seating. I don't want you to miss out. Uh, not to have one of those, oh no, we should have registered earlier once we're sold out. Uh, just go to theintentionallife.com. I'm a young mother of two and I just started working full time and um, I'm teaching and it's unfortunately my first year and it requires long, long hours and I'm hoping that um, I'm trying to figure out how to balance my family life, my work life and of course my relationship with God. Um, how, what can I do in order to ensure that my family will follow in God's path even though I'm away from them more than I should be? Well, let me say, first of all, you've got the right heart. you got the right heart. And you know the needs of your family, and you know the needs of your children. And my guess is you're a much better mom than you give yourself credit for. I do know this. Satan, we talked about little things. Satan loves to get into the middle of guilt. And he loves to kind of, uh, you know, get that going in your life. Don't operate out of guilt. Operate out of being intentional. Sit down. Decide what you're capable of doing, what you're not capable of doing. We're talking about money. Put a budget together. How much time can you give? What can, you know, setting your boundaries 
In other words, instead of allowing life to control you and direct you and control your schedule, take control of that yourself. Decide what's most important for you. It's going to be different in each person's life, each situation, each stage, and then uh, do that next right one thing. Okay, we started the show about uh, about uh, 20 minutes ago or so uh, with Linda, and she was concerned talking about the fact that they, they can't talk about money. And maybe at the end of this whole show today, we, we should end with Linda's call because it's a reminder that without really talking, getting the, the proverbial cards face up on the table, you can't deal with it. Let's take a listen. Linda? Well, it's a struggle to get both of us in an agreement mm. with money, and it just turns into confusion and then it gets washed away and it doesn't get solved. What, what is the main problem as you see it, Linda? When I find out that money is being taken out of the 401k for our retirement. Do you know where it's going? Well, my spouse said for um, bills and I said, well, if we had a budget and we worked on it together, then this would not be happening. And so he it's just been a very, very big struggle for uh-huh. a long time. Are you questioning where the money's going, or is it just you just like to know what's happening? Or I'm not questioning it, but I just want to know. You want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on, and if we can't do this together, then it's not going to happen together. Uh-huh. How old are you guys? We are in middle 60s. All right. Do, do you have uh, adequate resources set aside for retirement? Yes. Okay. But you just want to know how it's handled. Are you both working or is he working or are you both retired? Yeah. No, we're not retired. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, Linda, are you both on the same page spiritually? I mean, are you both believers? Um, no, we are not on the same page spiritually. Mm-hmm. We do not tie together and okay. that's difficult. And um, So it's been, I, has it been kind of like your life and his life in this area? I mean, you're kind of living separate in terms of how... That's a good things. way to say it, yes. It, and this, it's very frustrating. In this area and others? Yes. Okay. All right. So you're kind of there, but you're not really, you're not intimate in areas of finance or spiritual spiritual life and things that are important to, to you. Right, mm-hmm. right. Have you been able to talk to your husband about that? I have, but he is, he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't share. Well, that's, what's the one thing you'd like to see happen? If you could, if you could get one thing different in your marriage, what would it be? That we spend time together and um, share our hurts and our concerns with each other, and not things being covered up. Mm. Thank you, Linda. I, I shared that call that I had with Linda a while ago to close out the show today because, at the end of all this discussion today, it comes back to that little verse in the Book of Amos that says, "How can two people walk together?" unless they're holding hands in agreement. That's really what that, what it says. And this is true in this area of money. So I encourage you, you and your spouse, talk about, just don't argue about the money, just talk about what do we want? What does God want for us? What's gonna happen if we can, here's a question, what's gonna continue, what's gonna happen if we continue on this same path with our money? And then make decisions that'll honor God and benefit those you love, including you, yourself and your family gotta run thank you for joining us love your feedback give us a call or drop us an email i'm dr randy we'll see you next time